Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. I'm Yutende, and with me is my co-host, Emmanuel. Hey, Yutende, ready to continue talking about establishing rapport, but this time on Zoom? Absolutely. So if you listened to our episode last week, we talked about how we counselors establish rapport when a student is first coming into our office. And so today we're going to continue that by talking about how we do that post-COVID, you know, because a lot of times we're seeing students virtually now on Zoom. So Emmanuel, I'll let you take it away. How do you establish rapport on Zoom? So the first thing I do on on Zoom is, you know, again, I I start with the same thing as last time is I make sure that I'm pronouncing their name correctly. And sometimes, you know, they have different Zoom names because they have their sibling using it. So I kind of want to make sure that what's on my appointment list is correct. Or is is it a nickname that they go by, which is sometimes kind of helpful on Zoom because they'll put the name that they go by exactly or they'll shorten their name, maybe just whatever they feel comfortable with. So that sometimes makes it a little easier to make sure they get their their name. Um, the other thing is, I, of course, I keep my camera on. And so that's something um, that I do, of course. And now with the student, I don't mind if they have their camera off. Like, I don't under I don't know their situation. Right. And so for m- the majority of my time, uh, the times that I work with students, they do have their camera on one on one. But Mm -hmm. a lot of times they'll be like, oh, I'm really sorry. Like I'm doing A, B, and C, or this is going on. I totally tell them like, hey, that's okay. Another thing that I do is I quickly notify them that I have two screens. And I do that because you'll you'll see my eyes going back and forth, right? And I don't want them to think I'm checking my email or something. Mm -hmm. So I notify them right away. Hey, I apologize. You'll see me going back and forth. I have two screens. So... That's something that I just want to let you know from the beginning. And they always appreciate that. They're like, oh, thanks, you know, and because um, they know they could see my face. Right. And so so I also, um, you know, personally for me, I have all my text notifications off, everything on silent on my phone, just because even for me, like if I'm trying to establish rapport with the student on Zoom, I'm looking straight at the camera, like if I'm looking at their eyes and Another thing that I read on research is they talk about putting your hands where they could see them, mm. which is really interesting. And so I've been really trying that. So I put my hands up like close, not like right up in the camera, of course, but or back away where they can see kind of my hand movement. So they know like I'm not playing with something or I'm not doing something else, but I'm really have my full attention on them. And so those are a couple things that I do to just kind of establish that sense of rapport that I'm listening I'm on zoom I know it's a little different and sometimes a little different to get used to but our students are so resilient they're so adaptive I feel like lately they've gotten really good at it Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. yeah you know I want to just touch on one thing you said that I think a lot of us don't really acknowledge how important it is and that's keeping having your camera on Believe it or not, I do know some counselors, not where we work, (laughs) but I know some people who will be on Zoom and will have their video off the entire time. Now, as someone who's trained people and or who's been in meetings, you know, it's always um, there's always just a disconnection from talking to what looks like a blank screen. Right. And so I think it's really important to not only have your camera on and some of this seems like 
Of course you would know this, but you'd be surprised how many people don't. Having your camera on, being dressed like you're at work, mm. at least at the top. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me get up. <laughs> because believe it or not, in reverse, I've seen students not appropriately dressed at all. <laughs> so I just want to remind counselors, we got to remain appropriately dressed. I love um, when I when we first went on, uh, you know, remote work, I had a picture. My my Zoom background was a picture of the inside of our building. And every single time I would meet with a student, oh, that's building 700. Oh, that's, you know, that, yeah. the, you know, student services. And it was like, OK, we're we're at work. You know, we're. You know, in our, at least in our minds, we kind of get that same feel like, okay, I'm dealing with that, prof- you know. So I, that even coworkers would comment on that. Oh, that's the inside of work. Oh, I miss being at work. You know, that kind of thing. So it just make people feel better. Um, and I would also say that in addition to uh, um, all of those things, I actually extend the time between, you know, walking them into the Zoom room and then starting on what their purpose was, right? So let's say they came in for an ed plan. I talk about the day. Oh, is how's the weather where you're at? Oh, are you, you know, at work while you're in this meeting? Or, oh, just a small talk period. I extend that period just a little longer than I normally would, only because you could be anywhere and, and I, it could be anything, right, going on. I wouldn't know. Right. Versus if you came into the office, if it's pouring outside and parking was a pain, I know because we both went through it. Right. I know the circumstances bringing you in. But virtually, I have no idea. Right. I have no idea. So just kind of getting that time of how's your day going? What's happening in your world today? I think really helps when you're on Zoom. I'm writing that tip down right now, you 10-day son. <laughs> no, that's a really, really good point because you don't know if they have that hour break right now. And sometimes they'll block their background. But, you know, I'm kind of reflecting. And sometimes I've talked to students who were at the hospital, like doing their internship, but they had an hour break. And so, you know, they're at the hospital. And like, I can't imagine like the stress just from shifting from work, like maybe some tr- some trauma that they just saw, some traumatic experience, and then they're going to switch to a counselor meeting. But, you know, they already had this plan ahead of time. So you're so right to just kind of try to ease them into the moment, create that space that's safe for them to kind of speak is is a great point. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely going to take that into account next time. Mm, So what would you say is the one thing in terms of building rapport on Zoom? I would say for me, I think my biggest one thing for Zoom establishing rapport would be making sure it looks like you're looking at them and not at the screen. So Mm -hmm. I work really hard at looking at the camera. So I think that's so important. I think it's funny, like it's so small, but I look at the camera when I speak to them instead of like looking if they're on the bottom of my screen, Mm -hmm. because then sometimes it looks like you're not really talking to them. And so I've always felt that eye contact, I'm a big person on body language, like looking kind of how they're feeling. And if I can't see them because their screen's off for whatever reason, you know, they have very valid reasons. Sometimes the Internet's not the best, so they turn off their screen. I Then I just kind of hear in their voice to just provide that warmth, right? I'm looking at the camera, trying to provide that warmth for them to let them know, hey, I'm here. Like, I get it. Like, I'm 
in a box on the computer, but I'm here for you. So that would be my my one thing. How about you, Zendaya? What would be your one thing? Oh, I'm going to cheat a little and, and kind of give two, only because you mentioned something that made me think. I would always, um, I say it's really important to invite students to turn on their camera too. Mm. Um, it, if there's just something about being on camera and the students not on camera, that to me, I think just disconnects a little. And I think it's important to at least ask a student to be on camera so that they, and if they can, it's okay. It's just, but at least you're saying, oh, are you, are you okay? Come turning on the camera. And if they say no, then that's something to keep in mind. Cause maybe something's going on that you might want to touch on. Right. So that's the f- one thing. Second thing is going to sound a little counter what we do, but sometimes it's okay to say, maybe this modality is not the best modality for you. And I say that because sometimes I get students who make virtual appointments and they're on the bus on their way to school. They are um, out with friends. (laughs) And these are real situations I've had. And so I will say, you know, maybe this isn't the best time. Do you want to reschedule? Would you be, do you think an in-person might work better for you? If so, these are the days I'm on campus, you know? Um, if they say, no, I really still want to zoom. Okay. We can schedule something, but it's okay to be at work, but I really kind of need you to like be able to be in, to be still (laughs) and not moving. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it's okay to tell students that it's, I think it's perfectly okay to tell students that I, I did have, these are real situations I've had a student on a bus. Everyone could hear our conversation. That is not confidential. So, you know, I think there are times that we might have to tell students, okay, let's kind of rethink how this meeting's going to go. And I think it's a teaching opportunity, right? Because let's say, for example, now like doctors are doing appointments, right? So if they learn now, I feel like to, hey, like if you're setting up an appointment on Zoom, let's make sure that we have a good quiet space. If we could have the camera on, let's do it. Like, I feel like it just gives that opportunity to teach, And of course, like we said, if they can't for whatever reason, makes sense. But typically you wouldn't go see the doctor while you're on the bus, right? So why why try to make a counseling appointment that's really going to help you for your academics Mm -hmm. on the bus, right? Mm -hmm. Invest Mm -hmm. that time so you have full attention and focus because some of these details that we are going to, that we may be going over can really help you graduate or reach your goal really quickly so you really want to be kind of a little bit in a space where you're more attuned to it so really really good point all right day. so i really appreciate those tips and for our listeners out there uh, new counselors we hope this is helping a little bit you know let us know what is your favorite tip um Please subscribe, follow us. The 10 day, do you mind letting our listeners know where they can find us at? So listeners, we want to hear from you. If anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question, you want to make a comment, you can find us at CC underscore sensibility on both IG and Twitter. And you can also email us at CC and sensibility at gmail.com. That's CC A-N-D S-E-N-S-I-B-I-L-I-T-Y at gmail.com. And until next time, keep learning.